so so you were telling me this uh, this is from your time, huh? Absolutely. Armand. What Armand. A, he's a he's a great guy. He's Asante. a wonderful guy, man. Is he Cuban? No, no, he's from New York and his family is Italian. His name his first name was Armando. He took away the O. Uh, yeah, I mean I'm forty I'm nineteen seventy one, so he was a... You know, back then, you know, movies and, and TV was a great part of your life, especially if you grew up in New York, you know, the cold weather in the Bronx, great neighborhood. He's from that area, and he is, uh, you know, he did Gotti. He did the movie Gotti. I met him when he did Mambo Kings, and we did the cover story on him in Mambo Kings, and he was the, I was starstruck. I was a young kid. He was the nicest guy you can ever meet. Gave me his home number and said, let's just stay in touch. And we have. And every time he comes to Miami, we go out and we and, and we did another cover for him for the anniversary of the movie and so everything. So the magazines, and plus your, 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 both of you have the love of cigars, correct? I've he, seen he, them. He's got a cigar brand himself. Oh, he does. Yeah, and he smokes cigars. Him and I went to Vegas together, as a matter of fact. I saw the pictures. Yeah, and I got to introduce him to Arturo Sandoval, who did the music for Mambo Kings. I they had never met. Wow. Yeah. It's unbelievable. 20-something years later. Well, he seems like a down-to-earth guy. Oh, yeah. so he's great. He's uh, great. I'm just, uh, you know, he did quite a few movies. He was also in the movie with, uh, he was uh, in the movie with Denzel Washington and... Uh, uh, American Gangster. Amer yeah. American Gangster. He was in Hoffa. He was, no, he's done a million things. To me, he's one of the best actors, and I'm biased because he's... He's just a super guy. I was just with him uh, a month ago. I remember here in Miami. growing up, uh, I had a, I had a poster in my room of, uh, I believe it was uh, Goodfellas, and I remember my dad ripping it up. Really? Like, no, no, no. We don't. We don't. This is not what we represent. Oh. You, you shouldn't idolize this. Yeah. This type of movies. Uh, he likes the mafia movies, but he was always a hardworking immigrant who didn't want to have a bad name. You know, like yeah. didn't. He didn't want that image of. All Italians, immigrants are yeah. are into that. So yeah, it was a tough, tough love upbringing. But Beto, you have you have Italian and Argentinian. Absolutely. How does that how, explain that one to me? Well, if you go, if you ever been to Argentina, they they think they're Europeans, yeah. but they really are South Americans. But the thing is, so many immigrants are there. There's so many. I, I want to say. I mean, I don't want to invent something but i want to say a good 30 or 35 percent of the populations are of italian descent and spaniards those are the the biggest there's a joke that they say that this argentinian couple goes on their honeymoon to italy and they i don't know why they look at the phone book and when they look at the phone book the husband says to the to the wife says wow there's so many argentinians here in italy you know because of the last names it's uh, it's unbelievable uh, it's funny so my dad to be to be uh, uh to to trace back uh very easily it's my my dad's my dad's mom is croatian oh no kidding yeah she was born in croatia uh, she's a you know the the just a beautiful race of hard working europeans yeah. who yeah who had it really hard croatia yugoslavia itself had it really hard you know and yeah. So, she she was right across from Trieste. They actually there's a story she used to say they used to cross a bridge from her town, a little bridge to go buy kerosene for the lamps and and whatnot, uh, what whatever they used with kerosene, and they would go to Trieste, which is Italy, right right across. It was just a walking distance, yeah. and and there was an Italian colony there. Her her parents were fishermen. And they immigrated when she was three years old to Italy. 
that's where my dad, my, my grandmother meets my, my grandfather, my dad's father. Uh, he was a Spaniard living in Italy. Uh, from Look the age that. 14. So he was born in Spain. So our last name is Gonzalez Di Carlo Roncini. Really? From, so we have a Spanish yeah. uh, last name as well that I use the Di Carlo. And the reason I do that is because of the restaurant, you know? So yeah. automatically, I don't know why, uh, not now maybe, but, but I remember Gonzalez being more uh, looked at as a Mexican. Uh, Mexican name or yeah. something not more not not so much of a Spanish name right who knows why so I would uh, I would use the Gonzalez last name for my first years in the restaurant business and I would always ask I was always asked why would I have an Italian restaurant when I was Mexican or, <laughs> or Spanish so I, instead of explaining all that yeah. I just changed the last name to the Carlo which is also in my family and and then they immigrated my dad was born in Italy and so was my mom, and they immigrated to Argentina at a young age. Uh, my dad was about 12 years old, and actually oh, the wow. picture of Fratellinos, yeah. the picture that represents us on our business right, card, right. that's my dad on the left, and my uncle, his little brother, which that's what Fratellino means. It means little brother, oh. baby brother. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So I believe it comes from fraternity, the word somewhere yeah. in there. Right. And they immigrated to Argentina, and in a social club, my parents met in a dance. No kidding, young, yeah. young teenagers. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, and then my, when my grandfather passed, uh, he came to America. We had a great uncle in New York, a Yugoslavian great uncle. He, his great uncle, that uh, said he owned a restaurant in New York in the Bronx. He owned a very famous restaurant, and he was offering my dad a job. Huh. So when my dad arrives. The guy was a dishwasher there, he, <laughs> and he actually he actually asked my dad to go there so he could actually pass to the salad station and put him and as a dishwasher. Put him as a dishwasher. Uh, how funny! How so funny. it was a great scam that worked out in the at the end worked out for the best, you know, because that's how my dad started. From there, your father started in and in, got into the restaurant business from there, and then eventually he well, he, he stayed in the in the industry in the business. Absolutely, huh? but it's a great story. My father in New York. Uh, he becomes uh, eventually a salad man, a cook, a line cook, and he eventually he, he never had the chef position yet. He was a cook, a great cook, but not a chef. So back then in New York, we're talking when waiters were in a good restaurant were making over 130000 a year. You know, yeah. this was a, a profession. Yeah. You had to wait for somebody to die to actually get the job. Get the job of a, you know, it's like yeah. a waiter at Joe's today. Yeah. There's waiters at Joe's Stone Crab that have been there for over 25 years, 30 years. And so it was a uh, it was a great career to be in, a great profession. Uh, you know, these were people out of not out of hospitality schools or anything. This was just a necessity that, and they yeah. and they were good at it. Yeah, they were professionals, the best. Uh, it's part of their culture. You know, when you come from these other uh, countries, it's part of the way you were raised anyways. You know, when you have this hospitality in you, it's almost absolutely. natural. It's innate. And, and plus, you know, you were an immigrant. You, you didn't have a green card, so you, you, the restaurant would hire you. That right. was an easy way to get a job without having yeah. papers. My dad, at 16 years old, came from Cuba, went to New York, worked at Jack Dempsey's as a busboy. Jack Dempsey's. <laughs> And he probably made great money. And he made more money than the waiters. Absolutely. Uh, just bringing bread and water, except he got into a fight with one with somebody at the restaurant. Uh, had a big brawl. They arrested him. 
He went to wow. he went in front of a judge, and the judge said, "How old are you?" And he was 17 at the time. And he says, "Well, you got two choices, either or three. You go to jail, you go back to Cuba, or you enlist in the army and go into World War II." And my father says, "I'll do the World War II." He did? So my dad, wow. the Brave veteran man. of the war, yeah. Yeah. Brave man. I'll go fight. Get me a rifle, go fight. Hey, yeah. listen, you got an education out of that yeah. probably too. Yeah, yeah, Well, this is, yeah, this is, my grandfather had a restaurant in Argentina. That's how the restaurant started, you know, and uh, my dad was kind of spoiled, you know. He was a he was a teenager. He His dad did very well for himself, and but always worked very hard, you know. They, yeah. It was tough love. So my, my dad had to come to this country. You know, he had never done laundry, had never folded clothes. He had... He is a mama's boy in a way, you know, yeah. uh, but a hardworking mama's boy. Yeah. So he, it was a reality check here. So, uh, t you know, speaking of, uh, you know, I know you're Cuban descent, and mm. that's how my father got his start in Miami was thanks to, uh, I, I want to say his last name correctly, Alvarez Guedes. Yeah, the comedian. Yeah, the comedian. Yeah. He would do shows in Jersey. It's a big uh, Cuban population in New Jersey. Of course. So his manager, I guess, I don't remember the man or, or met him, uh, used to bring him to the shows, I guess. They hired him, to, you know. And then they, he would take him out to the city for dinner. So my dad, meanwhile, was a cook slash chef. And he, I was guess, would go to this restaurant where my dad cooked. And eventually he asked to meet whoever cooked this fabulous meal for him. <sighs> and he came out. And it was very funny because they said, yeah, but you're not Italian, you're Argentinian. Because my dad spoke in Spanish like an Argentine. Yeah. And they became uh, great friends. And they stayed in contact. Really? And Alvaro was the man who told my dad, the future is Florida. Yeah. Come to Miami, Miami Beach. That's where all the movies started. Oh, he are. brought him from New York. Well, he, he gave him the, he encouraged right, him to right, come. Right, And with that friendship... Uh, my dad uh, went, you know, he packed his bags and he said to us, I uh, said to my mom, you know, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to go check out Miami, see what's going on there. Yeah. And, and through his connections, he got a job at Tropigala. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's how uh, he made his, fr you know, made friends, he made contacts and his investors were, were three Cuban gentlemen that went to Beach High, actually with Mickey Rourke. They went with Mickey Rourke really? to school. Yeah. yeah. They graduated yeah. around yeah, the yeah, same, yeah, yeah. I think they actually graduated the same year. And they invested uh, in Ipa. They they bought the Breakwater Hotel, 940 Ocean Drive. Wow. And that's where my dad got his first start, his first kitchen uh, to himself. You know, he, right. he, he actually designed the kitchen, everything. No kidding. They just said there's no limit, no budget. He was he, young probably at that time. He was time. Uh, 42 years old. 42. Wow. Yeah, that's his first career. You know, that, that's where his... And we have... a. Only Alvarez Guedes to thank for that because, and he, my father never forgot what he said to him. He says, if you come to Miami and you win the Cuban community over, you win them over, you win their hearts, with that you win their loyalty. Yeah. And they will feed you and your family. You're, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, we're putting yeah. food on their table, but they would feed you and your family. Yeah. For the rest of your years. Well, the Cubans are like that. They, they're very loyal. When they Absolutely. like something, they like it. They're loyal like that with everything that and they that they. Uh, my dad took uh, it like. advice. He taught he taught it to me. He passed it down to me, and and that's that's what we've done. You know, we cater to everyone. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we owe everything to the Cuban community here in Miami. Wow. Thank wow. God for that's that. That's so cool, Beto. Uh, what a success Fratellino Restaurant has been. I mean, how, how, what, what is it? Three years now? It's, uh, it's actually four. we're going on five. You're going on five years we're going already. On five years. Wow, be I can't five believe years, it. Uh, uh, Time has yeah, flown, I man. Know. Wow. 
Let me tell you. But you were uh, successful from the get-go because I remember right off the bat, I remember a year into it, it was already hard to get a reservation at your restaurant. It was just phenomenal. Well, let me tell you, the only only advertisement we did was you, your magazine. You came to us and helped us with that. And let me tell you, so we owe you a lot. And I'm just throwing that out there because I really, now that I can thank you uh, in front of, uh, you know, whoever's listening to this great, great thing we're doing here. And let me tell you, I am so grateful. I want to say it on the record. Man, thank you. That means a lot. But I have to tell you, man, there's no advertising in the world that would make a a restaurant that's not great successful like yours. You, you, whether you did select that or did nothing, to be honest with you, you have... We had to back it up. You have to back it up. And, and, you, and you guys have phenomenal, phenomenal food. You have phenomenal service. Yeah. Every time somebody goes yeah. in there, even the guys that work for you there, they're all, they all feel like you're walking into a family. You, you know? know, most of the guys that work there, except one or two, are guys that didn't have a lot of experience. And that's what we wanted. Good, yeah. We wanted to train them. Your way. As you know, we only hire a lot of Cuban kids. They're yeah. young kids. And you know what the Cubans have in common with the Argentines and the Latins? We were raised with tough love. Yeah. We're not sensitive about uh, being, uh, you know, told what to do if it's for the best. Yeah. These kids are a great bunch of kids that yeah. were raised properly. They, we, I treat them with love. Yeah. And I treat them, I always tell them on their first interview, I always say, we will treat you how you want to be treated, but we want the same back. You know, yeah. we want the same back. You'll make good money. You'll work hard. Customers are always first. Yeah. You know, we only own this place when it's closed. When that sign says closed, that's when we are the owners. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much when it's empty. Yeah. And that's how that's we run our business. Way. And we have to be humble. You have to put 100%. Yeah. We have an open kitchen, as you know. I love it. We I love the open kitchen. I love we, to be able to walk in and say hi to all yes, the chef and, and, and his assistants. It. I love to well, be able to say hi to them and see what they're doing. It's a great experience. We were rated not long ago the one of the cleanest restaurants in South Florida, and I'm so proud of that. And you're like number one on Yelp all the we time. We are. We we want to yeah. Shout out to Yelp and TripAdvisor. They've been you know yeah. it's it's a double edged sword. <laughs> but it, it, hey, let me tell you, it worked in our favor. Yeah. You know, we just recently got a two-star review. Uh, we have 1,045 reviews that I wrote in private back to all of them. The, wow. Mostly good. They're 99.9% good, yeah. all five stars. But we, you know, it's a combination of food, service, and atmosphere. We, yeah. we have a lot of people that come with high expectation. You know, all these five stars... Number one on TripAdvisor, number one. Yeah, they think they're walking into, just for an example, let's say a place like The Forge. Yeah. You know, and we're not. So some people come with very, very high standards and, and high expectations of something. Then they just, they realize 30 minutes in that we're all about the service and the food. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they realize why we get those five stars. That's because we win them over and they leave that restaurant feeling like family. And we back it up with some good food. That's what it's like. That's we what back it up like. with good food. You, yeah, and that comes from the, those recipes. I know you have a lot of recipes that come from your grandmother. Absolutely. My grandmother, you know, like I always tell people, we didn't invent the lasagna. Our family didn't invent the lasagna. Yeah. We just have our family recipe of making it. Fettuccine, spaghetti, linguine. We're not creators of this. We are, We, you know, I believe yeah. I, I believe the noodles were created by the, by the Asians. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, right, right. But we're, we're just delivering our recipes.
Yeah. And my grandmother in her storage had uh, about 25 cook, uh, you know, uh, recipe books. Uh, uh, they were they were all written in three languages. Oh my God. Yes, and Italian, and Spanish, and, and Yugoslavian. Wow. So I had to get some translators, and we got a lot of recipes. Our bread is one of them. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> Every time it comes out of the oven, I've been serving that bird 38 years. Oh my and God. I can I always take the little end, cut it off. Right the end is my favorite oh, part. Yeah. Likewise. Yeah. It's, uh, let me tell you, uh, it, it, it's just everything is made with love. Uh, we go, we, it's very simple. Our menu, you know, people tell us, uh, you know, your prices are so affordable. You should raise, you should expand. We don't want that. We came yeah. from, uh, when we had Regazzi and Surfside for 26 years. You know, it was a very, it was very simple. Then we expanded. It wasn't, it, I was young and greedy. Let's put it that way. Yeah. You know, money, money, let's make uh, customers. But that's a normal uh, way. You know, most people have that. Most people in business, and especially in the restaurant business, I see that happen a lot. They're successful with a certain type of of formula, and then they say, well, wow, if I can make this double the size, I'll be double as successful. Now you start losing a little bit of that charm. You start losing a little bit of that personal family touch, and it becomes more complicated for you. At the end of the day, maybe you make a little bit more money, but it's not worth it. Let me tell you, uh, there was a little, when we had a restaurant that, it's not worth it. It's not at the yeah, end of the time. Yeah, yeah, I, not, I didn't sleep. Yeah, right. I sacrificed, my family sacrificed. You mm-hmm. know, I missed baseball games, basketball right. games. I, I missed graduations. Yeah. Yeah. My kids were cursed with being born on, on Christmas, uh, <laughs> yeah. the 24th, the 17th, wow. the 16th. So yeah. their birthdays, they never saw dad. Yeah. Daddy was at yeah. work yeah. unless they would come to the restaurant. And what would happen? Those, those were high season. Uh, I needed the tables. Yeah. I had to put a paying table there. Yeah. That's how we paid our bills. Right, right. Uh, I, if I, would go, I, I regret that, only that. Yeah. Uh, my, my, my selfishness, my, my greed, uh, uh, if you want to call it, it's a, it's a disgusting word, but it's yeah. true. You know? yeah. I'm finally starting to be at 47 honest with myself and saying I would never do that again. I would not do it. Uh, it's done. I did it, and I. But I do regret time with my family. Yeah, I do, and I have wonderful kids. Now I get to see him Junior. Yeah, Beto Junior, who's with, working. He's with fantastic me. too, man. He's, he's just, a uh, chip off the old block. He's he's phenomenal. I love I love to see him there because he's he represents the restaurant and you and the family. Uh, God has blessed so me with well. their health. And God has blessed me with with five healthy, beautiful kids. But really, they have great hearts. They're yeah. noble. They're authentic. They're all around good kids. Yeah. Yeah. I know you have a you have two of those. I have a couple of them. Yeah. 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 Wonderful, by the way. Yeah, we are blessed. Thank you. You are. Thank you very yeah, much. I had yeah, to call you that day. Your blessed. son came for dinner, and I had to call you back and tell you, just to let you know how how uh, how lucky you are, man. Because Thank you. we have good kids. Yeah. And we're good parents that worry. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Hey, right, I right. tell my he, my son is twenty four, and I say yeah. you text me every hour and a half. I want to know what's going on. I'm the same way. I'm you don't text me way. back. I'm going to come out looking for you. Yeah, Dad, yeah. I'm a grown man. No, you're not. Mm, doesn't matter. You'll yeah. you'll understand. Yeah, it's just when you you know I don't want to you know just go off the yeah. the the topic, but it's just uh, I get very emotional when it comes to my kids because yeah. that's my life. Yeah, yeah. That's why you do everything uh, you do. Absolutely. So, yeah, well, listen, grandmother's recipes, amazing. Amazing stuff. Amazing. Uh, It was all so simple. 
that you can't believe it. You know, yeah. and you're like, how can this taste so Most good? Most great things are simple. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just that this is all I know. This is what kept me out of trouble all my life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had no time to get in trouble. Weekends, I worked. It worked. Holidays, I worked. Yeah. My friends would say, hey, you know, you're 17. What are you doing? You know, I yeah. said, hey, I got to work. You got to work. I was 15 with my dad. I skipped school. I played hooky. I, was, I went to Beach High. Uh, my, dad, uh, my dad worked in South Beach, so, you yeah. know, he drove by the school every time on Alton Road there and he would take uh, he would take Washington Avenue, you know, and make a right on Alton, mm -hmm. and right. to Washington, and he would drive right by Beach High by my school. So me and a bunch of guys uh, smoking cigarettes. Uh. That's what we did when we were fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> smoked cigarettes, and we drank. And let me tell you, he caught me with that cigarette, grabbed me from the back, really sneaked up on me, yeah. grabbed me by by my mullet <laughs> or whatever you want to call that haircut I had and lift me off the ground. Never forget that. This is a, this is a, we're talking, this guy is 6'3". Yeah, your dad's a big, big guy. Big hands. Big guy, yeah. Crazy. Might have blue eyes, but let me tell you, he, he, when he stares down on you, you, you run. Yeah. I didn't have the chance to run that day and yeah. he, it was quite embarrassing, but uh, it was a wake up call and he, and he said, young man, your life is over now. Now you belong 100 percent to working. yes, and that weekend I started working and and I I, I thank him every chance I get and I talk yeah. to him I say yeah. thank you for that day. Old enough to drink and smoke, you can come to work, you, you know, betcha. and learn the business. You bet you, and that saved my life. And good, and you know, just every day, every day working hard. That's awesome, man. That's incredible. I I know that the restaurant from from day one, the day I walked in, just got a good feeling about it. It has a lot to do with you. It has a lot to do with everything. And then you, the food, to me, it's, 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 it's almost addictive. We have to go. We have to go to Fratellinos. What day we're going to Fratellinos this week? Because it's, you know, I gotta have. I know one thing. If I'm ever in the doghouse at home, yes. and I need to make up, and everything has to be good, I just have to show up also with also buco, also buco. <laughs> Spaghetti bolognese, carrot soup, or, or the carrot soup, <laughs> or uh, the veal francaise. Well, well I, any of those things, I, I walk in and I'm good to go. Man. I promised your lovely wife whenever I had carrot soup, I would send it over. So yeah. I mean, apologize to me. I, I yeah. haven't done that in a while. Uh, it is a lunch favorite, so it's yeah. it's by three o'clock we're out of it. But let me tell you, uh, yeah, I mean, I love when you come because I get to be get creative, you know. Yeah. And just you don't like you know and. Uh, you know, there's no menu for you. Yeah, yeah. And, I love it. I love to get there and say, you know, yeah, whatever you want. And and that's, I think that's how we work the best. Yeah. Uh, you know, being a small kitchen, you know, we do about 150 dinners. Uh, that we're talking about three wow. and a half turnovers on wow. weekends. We only have 12 burners. Wow. 12 burners. I don't, you know, I mean. How do you do my, it? You just, how do you do uh, it? And nothing's free cooked. Efficiency there. Except the bolognese, you know, but mm -hmm. the sauce, some of the sauces, but yeah. everything's made from scratch. So they just, uh, I, I've been blessed. Uh, I've been blessed with a group of kids. These are all Christian kids that don't drink. They yeah. don't, you know, for a kitchen staff not to drink alcohol, you know, wow. that's the blessing. Yeah. Uh, these kids don't drink. They don't, you know, they don't do drugs. They, they, they're church going. They're, they're just family oriented. They're, I love it. I, I mean, I, yeah. I thank God every day for the staff I yeah. have because they are just uh, hard workers. They, they get here. They get to the restaurant, and I say here because we're right across the street here. Yeah. They just, they get there and... It's another thing we're really lucky about, the fact that my office is very close to your restaurant. I think we're lucky. We're I, love that. I, lucky love that. I love that. I love that. 
It's just, I'm, I'm, you know, everybody yeah. there, you know, I'm, my son who's running this when I'm not there, I get an extra day off. Yeah. I get to go on vacation. I have a great, great, uh, uh, partner who, who is, uh, my best friend since, uh, since childhood. Who's, uh, who always said, listen, we got to do something together. And, and I'm blessed with this, this, this young man, his name is Sergio Tarantini, great Italian guy. Who's, uh, who's not in the restaurant business, but, uh. He had the he had the money when I didn't, yeah. and and it worked perfectly. Wow. You know, I uh, thank uh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife uh, refused to to allow me to spend money on a restaurant ever again. That was a deal when we sold Regazzi. Really? It was sad. It was hard work. This is a, you know, I'm very close to my first marriage. Uh, was my high school sweetheart, you can call her. Mm -hmm. She's still my accountant and bookkeeper. Yeah. She's a mother of my three older kids, and we have a great relationship. Always did, and probably always will. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I took a chance on love again, you know, and I met this wonderful woman who, who uh, we have two wonderful kids together, a nine-year-old and a six-year-old, and, and I had promised, it took a toll on me. When I met her, I was running a very successful restaurant with a full bar, and, you know, anybody that knows the restaurant business, the inside, you know how tough it is, you know? Yeah. There, you know, you have a lot of friends that are there because of your restaurant. They, they call them, uh, in Argentina, they call them Los amigos del campeón. Oh. Translate the friends of the champ. Of the champ. When you're the champ, yeah. they all want to be around Everybody you. wants to be around you. Yes. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you, you sacrifice your family. Late nights, uh, a lot of drinking, you know, and, and when we... And it's easy to get wrapped up into that because you're, you're, you're saying it's for business and you're saying you need to do this and 100%. you really feel responsible that if these guys are coming to your restaurant or people, forget about just friends, people are coming and they want to eat and they want to drink at the bar. You need to keep it open oh, because yeah. business is and business. And they want you there. And they want you there. Have a drink with me. I mean, I'm telling you, Mike, I've, I've, I've had the same staff for 26 years. Yeah. Uh, some new guys, yeah. but... Uh, at Ragazzi, we were there for 20-some years. We had the same staff. When I was off, I would get a phone call the next day that something went, that, that the food wasn't good, that the service wasn't good, even though everything was the same. Was the same. They wanted to see you there. Yeah. They just, something, it's psychological. I don't yeah, know it is. what it is. It is. It's something. Yeah. So that kept me not taking days off sometimes. You know, mm -hmm. oh, okay. So uh, I, I would give to a lot of my customers my cell number. I didn't want to miss, miss out on them, you know? And they would text me. I'm at the restaurant. Pass by and say hi. Yeah. And but you have that natural way also about you that it, 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 you can't teach it. Um, and you have this, this ability to make people feel at home from them. Just when you look at them, when they walk inside. You look at them already and you can and, and the feeling you give is this feeling of... I'm happy you got you came. I'm happy to see you yeah. come in. What do you need? Where do you want to be? You know, so and that's natural. I guess it is. That's yeah. natural. My it, mother has that in the magazine. Socially, she's very natural when it comes to it. I'm not. I have to work at it. My dad. You know, I'm dad. not a social. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the most social guy in the world. Even though some people will say, "Of course you are," because because yeah. they've seen me after 36 years of of working in the magazine. They've seen me become social and have to be social. And I'm not talking about. You know, with the people you like and with your friends, that's easy. Yeah. That when you want to be, with, what about the people you don't like? What about when the guy comes into your restaurant that has been a pain in the ass the last two or three times that you know he returns food and the food's good, but it's just his nature to be that way. 
that's that's when you really get put to the test and you have to, and, and you know how to handle that in in a special way well yeah i'm going to answer that but first i want to say that you my god i mean what i see in you that you were cursed with something which is a great quality and it's yeah. authenticity oh, and you. and you know and you are and that's what you want for you want that when you're looking at a friend you say this guy's going to be my you want to know my grandmother always say, you know, it's best to have one authentic friend than yeah. 20 diplomatic uh, morons right, right. hanging around with you like leeches. Yeah. And so you were cursed with that. So was my dad. And let me tell you, it's hard for an authentic person to be not, and don't get me wrong, it's not hard to be social. It's just hard to not say what they feel. Exactly. And so the timing might be off for yeah. them or in you in this case. But that's what makes you and who made, that's yeah. how you made yourself. And mm. that's how people respect you. Yeah. And that's, uh, I say it's a quality. I, I would, and not saying that I'm fake. Uh, I'm, I think uh, I, I could be authentic. I could no, be a because it's a natural, it's a natural way. It's not a fake way at all. Yeah. It's just a natural. I mean, My mother has it. It's a gift. Yeah, it's it a is gift. a natural thing. You know, it's I'm, a gift. My mother can walk into an event with 800 people and she can work the room and she's not, uh, you know, she's not consciously working the room. She's, it's just her natural way to go around being social with everybody. Well, well, to me, I'm not, I'm, no, it doesn't no, come it. natural you, to you me. You remind me of my dad a lot, and my dad would get pissed off at me for being always so happy. And so <laughs> how do you do it? He would get mad. He couldn't understand it. Yeah. Cause oh, I, no, it's a gift too, man. That's a gift. Outside the restaurant, you know? Yeah. I'm a guy that uh, if I get cut off in traffic, I blow a kiss at them, you know? Yeah. I don't want to road rage. I don't want to... I'm yeah. a peaceful guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I, you know, I'm not one of like, oh, you got a hair. You know, I notice things. You got a haircut, I notice it. You lost weight, I'll notice yeah. it. If, if not, my grandmother, and I, I do, I do use my grandmother a lot with her, with her sayings that I'm sure she heard him, but she raised me. That's why I mention her a lot. And she's, she used to say to me, if you have, you know, if, and I'm sure she's quoting someone or, uh, you know, when you have nothing good to say, don't say anything at all. You know, and yeah. just try to keep quiet and listen a lot of that. I always talked. I was, I had to get my timing right. You know, I learned that with experience. You know, you, yeah. you know, your timing went to, went to say a dirty joke, when not to, when to give time, you know, and I learned that with the years that go. And, and so I, I'm intrusive without being intrusive. And I, but I, I just, there's so much passion in me when I see that customer come in. I want them to leave there. And that's when we, like, going back to when we first opened, I knew that once I had those customers inside the restaurant, I knew they would leave with an experience they had never felt before. Yeah. I knew they would taste great food, and it's not hard to find great food, but to find good service, it's almost impossible. Impossible. You know, we don't add our taste. a combination. We yeah. earn it. We never, I, I had a waiter once ask me, oh, you know, these people are German, you know, uh, Germans don't tip. And I said, listen, I'm not gonna add the tip, earn it. If they don't tip, they don't tip you at least 15%, I'll give it to you out of my own pocket. Mm. Whatever the bill is, I'll give you 20% out of my own pocket. Yeah. And they actually left over 20% tip. Really? And I proved it to him yeah. that he had to earn it. Yeah. I said, do the best. Be the best you can be right now and be the best waiter in the world right now. Yeah. And you'll see. And obviously, I was on top of the table too, you know? Yeah. So I don't want to... It's just a, I love... I, you know, like all my customers are putting food on my table. Yeah. This yeah. is how I, I, I feed my family. So I have to be grateful. And, 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 and you have 
a waiting list to get into the restaurant. We do. I uh, mean, like if if somebody wanted to get a a, a table on for Saturday, with no way. Maybe it, next. I mean, how 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 long well, of a list? How long of a wait? If you call right now the restaurant, it goes straight to voicemail, and our voicemail what it says is. Uh, uh, we apologize for the inconvenience, but we are fully booked for this evening, mm-hmm. Wednesday, and all the way through Saturday. All the way through Saturday. So anything uh, starting Sunday, please leave us a message. You open Sundays? We do. For lunch and dinner? No, just dinner. Just dinner. From 3.30, from, sorry, excuse me, from 5.30 to 10 p.m. So uh-huh. we, you know, we, we do open seven nights a week. Uh, Sundays is a great family day. Everybody yeah. comes early. We, we, we usually close the kitchen at 9.30. You know, we all want to get home to the family. Uh, so, but, you know, it's uh, we do get booked, but we don't like overbooking. Yeah. That, that's going back to... Well, that was going to be my next question, because I imagine one of the hardest things is you have so many loyal fans and so many loyal people that love to come to the restaurant, I mean, religiously on, on a weekly basis. Yeah. The hardest thing is when you're completely full, I mean, all your time slots and that, to have to reject people or have to it's say, hard. I can't, you know, I, I don't have anything. I know you always do your best it's, to accommodate and put people here and do what you can, but it, 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 I, I'm sure that's one of the toughest things. Well, without the outside, let's forget the outside seating. Yeah. Uh, and, and this time of the year, nobody wants to sit outside anyway. Right. Our capacity, our maximum capacity is 36 people. Uh. So, I mean... Maybe sometimes six reservations fills up your restaurant. Yeah. Let's say just you know yeah, two yeah, parties of are ten. Yeah. And three parties, uh, four parties of four. That's it. That's yeah. thirty-six people. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine you know five reservations. I'm sorry, six reservations filling up your full dining yeah. room. And then you have to juggle that. So you have like to how juggle. Long that, do that they stay? Happens, the next one. The know? next one. The next well, one. Well, we we always tell our customers. Uh, if you make a reservation at six, we we say to them we need the table back by eight o'clock. Two hours uh, is more than enough, and that's the only way we can make a little bit of an earning too. We yeah. need to make a living. As you well. need to turn the tables. Even though we're not greedy, our we haven't raised our prices in yeah. four and a half years. We and everything went up, but we keep loyal to our prices. We don't want to get greedy. We're still making enough to be happy. Yeah. We could be making a lot more, but but sacrificing uh, quality of life. Something, something. Yeah, always, always yeah. something. Yeah. Something has to the be family or whatever it is, and I don't yeah. want to do that. And I'm happy with what I'm making. Have I made a lot more money? I made five times more money before in other restaurants. Do I want to go back to that? Absolutely not. Mm. I don't, and I'm not just saying, oh, I don't. I I make a very very comfortable, healthy, living. You know, I mean, I'm not buying a house on the water, that's yeah. for sure, but I'm happy where I am. Experience. You know you, I mean? You've I'm experienced happy. all the things so and you we know. Don't, and, and that being said, that's where I want to go to, like, to the reservations. We don't want to overbook. Hmm. I can't take uh, 20 reservations at the same time because everybody's going to sit at 730. And I'm either going to sacrifice the service or the quality of the food. Like, you cannot rush good things. And I'm yeah. sure that's been said before. Because I know I've heard it before. Fuente. Remember oh. Fuente? What does he say? Uh, he doesn't say it on his thing, but he says, you cannot rush the hands of time or something. Oh, there you like go. You cannot rush the hands of well, time. Well, I probably heard it from him. Fuente or cigars. Oh, that's one of the things he always says. Yeah. Well, you can't. You just can't. And yeah. people get, I and, and I never use the word like, when, but I always say, we're not a fast food restaurant. Yeah. So when we get theater night that starts at 8, and a lot of people, we get that first seating, I always tell people, come at 530 
or at six, but you know, you can't come at seven and expect to leave by eight. We can't yeah. do it. We're not going to do it. Yeah. We're just not. Well, from from my perspective, that's someone that goes to your restaurant a lot because it's my favorite. Um, you never feel, no matter what, no matter how busy it is, no matter how, you never feel like it's not the right time or you came at a time where it was too rushed or something got sacrificed. You always feel the same. You always feel just as good. The service is always great. The food is always phenomenal. And you never feel rushed no, thank at you, all. Mike. Yeah, uh, and that's what we want. You know, and if you want to smoke a cigar afterwards outside, you know, and this happened before. When I get there, I always tell you, Mike, I'm inside. Yeah. Anything you need, stay as long as you yeah. want. And that goes for you and other customers. Yeah. Whoever wants uh, our good friend that we have, Manny, you know. Yeah. Uh, Manny, he comes. He likes to eat late. Uh, sometimes I yeah. tell him, hey, you know, we're not in Spain. Relax. Cubans, man. <laughs> Cubans, Cubans have that and Spanish that, thing. And, we, don't, and, that, and yeah. we encourage that. I had yeah. a Cuban couple there. And let me tell you something. She's, uh, she's about 90 years old. He's about... Uh, 91, I think. They went. To, they go to the theater. They're members of the Miracle Theater here. Right. And they came with a great, uh, this wonderful customer that I have, uh, Dr. Pelayo, a great man, great, great man. And he brought them, and he said they were friends with his parents in Cuba. Uh. And they know each other, I mean, uh, for 60 years, or if not more. Wow. All their lives. And they came out of the theater at 10, 15 and by the time they got to the restaurant, it was ten thirty, and we we had my sign said closed. Yeah. And they said, you know, and they and they felt, you know, I just saw their faces, and obviously I <laughs> I weren't running to the kitchen. I said we got two more customers, yeah. and I sat them down, and their greatest compliment I could receive from them was, you made us feel like we were important. Yeah. And I read an article, and this is the greatest thing I one of the greatest things that I I could, you know I could relate a little bit which are the favorite restaurants if you're over 50? The ones they know you at. That's true. That's very true. Because, hey, yeah. they're opening a lot of restaurants, hip, modern, this. Yeah. They don't want to see old people. But the person there. that, no, the, the person that sits you down, just hi, hi, hello, you know, how many? Yes. Like, how, it's I, where I, they I walked know in you. here 20 times and you still, it's hi, hello, honey, you don't know my name. It was great. I, yeah. I got chills when I read that. And 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 Dr. Rappaport, a great customer for 26 years, uh, sent me the article on my on my cell phone. And I, read, I took the time to read it. And it was amazing. It was just, it, it made so much sense. Yeah. And this couple, they said, you made us feel so important. And they they come from a very good family. They're very well off. You know, it's not that they're. I thought they weren't going to spend money. It's not that I. I didn't think. I it just didn't sent matter. them. Yeah. I wanted to make them happy, and that's their response was not that it was good. Not that they felt like somebody. They they like they were important. You know, like you know, like you made us feel like we're yeah. humans. You know, you got like, them forever. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure they've been back a hundred times. And they have. <coughs> and Excuse me. And that's what we want. We want people, no matter what age you are, the kids love us. You know, yeah. we have that wall with all the drawings. Yeah. We make kids draw instead of being on their iPads. Well, you know, my daughter, when her boyfriend Ben comes, her fiance now, I'm sorry, yes. comes, it's like, uh, we going to Fratellino? If you want to go, he goes, oh, I can't wait. He I've been thinking guy. about it for for weeks, going to Miami, I want to go to Fratellino. That's another thing I was going to say. There's people that have come here from California, from Texas, that I've had meetings with. And I'm like, where do you? And I'm I'm gonna recommend your restaurant. I don't get a chance to. We want to go to the Fratellino restaurant. We read about it. We heard about or we saw. 
I said, you're kidding. He says, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, that's one of the things we want to make sure we do before we leave Miami. So now your restaurant is like a destination, you know, a destination where people want to go to. My son, same thing. You know, he's got a special someone from his college uh, coming down, oh, yeah, Goucher College. He wants to bring somebody, you know, and he goes in and he, uh, Dad, what do you think? And I take him to Fratellinos? Can you tell Beto to see if, because I know it's hard to get a reservation. We're, I go, I'll, make, I'll make a call and, you know, you always come through. We are honored, always. Uh, yeah. You leave when you leave happy with a hug and uh, and a kiss. It just makes my night, you know. Yeah. When I leave, I the first thing I do when I get in my car, first thing I do, is I I pray. I pray for the first ten minutes of my drive or whatever yeah. it takes to thank. Uh, and I always thank God for another day, yeah. of uh, of I thank for my kind of you know, and I do, and I and I just I am so grateful uh, to my customers that are so loving. And, and that it's just such a great satisfaction to have people leave there and say and read those reviews or they tell you in person, I left there feeling like I was, I, I felt like I was eating in somebody's home. Yeah. And I left there with a hug from the owner who I never knew or the manager or the busboy, whoever, and I just left there and they gave me a big bear hug and it's just, wow, I've yeah. never felt this anywhere. And that's that's a greatest satisfaction. The, I don't the, care if they spend twenty dollars or a hundred dollars. Yeah, we don't look at that. In the world we live in nowadays, it's you know numbers and come in and go, come in and go, and all these change and all these things. Well, yes. when we travel all the time and we have to find places to eat, I'm like, let's look for little you know places where we can get yes. something different. I don't want to go to the same restaurant that I can eat in Miami or I can eat like, you know, one of the chains, you know, uh, that's a big, you know, whatever, not, not to say anything bad about like a cheesecake factory and everything because they're everywhere, yeah. but we'll I don't want to go there. Soon. Yeah. Oh, is that what's opening yeah. here in the corner? Cheese a cheesecake yeah, factory? No, I'm kidding. Brick Tops was. Brick Tops was. Yeah, Cheesecake yeah. Factory, man. Yeah. I like the bar at Brick Tops. That was I, a, I used to love to, I, we, if we would eat, we'd go and sit at the it, bar. It was a beautiful place. Yeah. They, they, turned the, they, they, they turned the whole thing down. You're kidding. The inside, at least. Wow. Uh, yeah, I drove by the beautiful. construction. The door was open, and I couldn't believe it. Uh, let me we haven't you, even walked that my way. My wife's after happy because she loves their strawberry cheesecake. Yeah, of course. We have to try to have Ventura to get it. That's the closest one. So she's thrilled about that. Well, there's uh, a cheesecake in uh, Dateland, no? They, they even have one. Yeah, they yeah, have one in Dateland. Dateland. Yeah. But I'm closer. I live, go, yeah, I live, you live up north in the well, beach. Well, yeah, I live on 90, yeah. right off 96 in Collins. So yeah. that's about 10 minutes from us. Yeah. So we make sure once a week I get it for her. But yeah, we're happy. The more restaurants, the better. You know, and yeah. we look at ours. We don't look at others, but we wish they're in our prayers always. Every yeah. single restaurant, it's a tough business. Yeah. When we had the construction, you know how many businesses closed. You know, oh my God, that was that was horrible. It was a disaster. And you guys survived. We did. We had a backup plan, and we had a we had a you know a, a lifeline that we put away, you know, of money in case we had to use it. To always have to do and, that. Yeah. Yeah. You always for a rainy day. You right? never know. You never know what's we coming. We were fortunate and blessed enough not to have to use it. We didn't. We had loyal customers that came to us and supported us through the construction. <laughs> Jumped over whatever they had to jump they over did. barriers to they get did. to right. you. We had Alonzo Morning just to, to name somebody famous, just yeah. to, just to explain what he did. The most humble guy, yeah, unbelievable. And and there was a construction. Everything. The only table I had was outside next to all this dust and 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 barricades. Yeah. And he was like, uh, I said, Mr. Alonso, let me, you know, oh, you know, you got a famous guy there that you idolized as a kid. And, and you say, okay, hold on. So, morning, let me get you a table inside. Give me five minutes. I said, no, 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 I'm fine right here. Oh, nice. I'm here to support 
not, he didn't say us. Yeah. I'm here to support local businesses. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. it was a great, great thing. That's amazing. And and the guy, the guy made sure he got the you know the most expensive wine and everything. And he said, here, this is for you guys in the kitchen. This is for you guys here. Huh. And he just uh, and he's been a loyal customer since. Yeah. But the thing, his wife had to come for lunch once, and his wife, and when he came, he said, my wife told me how nice and humble you guys were. So we're here to support you on this, uh, all local businesses on this, uh, on this. Uh, it lasted forever. How, how long was it? Like, years, I want to right say here, Miracle years. Mile, just, you know, I construction, say, I say at, least at least two years. At least two years. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was, uh, we were, we were blessed and, uh, enough not to be able, we survived it. We had, did we lose business? Yeah, but we looked at it positive. We supported the city. Yeah. You know, we're in Coral Gables. You have to support your local government, your local yeah. city. I believe in that. Yeah. And, and, and hopefully they respond the same way. And they remember, you know, we didn't go on TV screaming and, and, and complaining. We wanted to support. They, I'm sure they were going with a lot of, uh, they had a lot of stress on them as well. Yeah. You know, I mean, could, could, have they, could have they done things differently? Sure. I mean, I don't know. I'm not an engineer, you know. Yeah. I mean, I see what I see. You know, if you see two guys... If you're there for seven hours at the restaurant, you only see two guys there. Sweeping. Sweeping all day. Like, what's going on? But then, then you have to look at the inside. So, again, we were blessed. We thanked the city. It turned out great. Yeah. And we're, you know, I'm sure the city had their pressures too, you know. Yeah. But, you know, the city supported us always. They were made it very easy for us always. Uh, I mean, everything we did was obviously the right way. We filled out the right applications. But they were always kind and supportive of businesses in the Gables. Uh, so we're we're grateful to the city. It's just been so kind to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's excellent, man. That's excellent. So you got to get back to work, huh? I you you do you got you got to go into you don't. Hey, thank you so much. I, I know we've been me? trying to get together to do this Listen, for a while. And I apologize. And I, it's yeah. big. On, on, no, but it's okay. It's I okay. loved it. We can do this again, though. When, I'm sure in a, in, a, in in a couple months we'll have more things to talk about. When, and, uh, when, whatever, whenever you, you yeah. need me, I'll be here. And I love love being here and spending time with your son, who's who's behind the cameras. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's the technician Doing behind the scenes. My producer. Job. He's the producer I mean, of this whole thing. You, you are yeah. you're truly blessed with this young man and Thank your beautiful you. daughter. Thank you. Thank you. Have you. a great family. Thank you, Beto. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for coming, man. Thank you always. Okay. I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for watching The Cuban Coffee Effect, where Cuban coffee serves as the catalyst for true and honest conversation among friends. If you enjoyed this podcast, give us a thumbs up and subscribe to our page. Stay up to date by following us on all our social media at Selecta Insider DM.